against the odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Yes, it's Thursday morning. I didn't come here alone. I brought my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Wow, there's so much to discuss. Um... I don't know. We raced to one Wednesday. We we crushed it there. Uh, but I think, I really think we have to start with this incredible, incredible winless streak. I'd love to call it a losing streak, but he had that tie in there. So it's a winless streak. I thought Harry was 0-16-1. Now, the last time we left you, he was 0-14-1, and he had Qatar over Panama, which is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Brian and I looked it up. It was the first time ever a team blew a one-goal lead three times in soccer, ever. You could go to uh, youth sports, whatever you want to do. Look it up. Anyway, Harry was on it. That's why that loss. And then last night, he comes back with Suns plus four and a half over the Bucks. They're covering 93% of the game. Good job by you, Harry. The Bucks win 109-103. I mean, honestly, insane. I mean, what? I mean, people... It would- did Milwaukee win it, or did the did the did Phoenix choke it away? I think it was a little mix of both, uh, considering the way Middleton played, especially uh, <laughs> shooting the ball down the stretch. But boy, the turnovers just at least if you're gonna lose and not cover, at least get some shots off, and you miss the shot. Not stupid turnovers that you know that just kill you at the end. Brutal. I don't care about your actual analysis of the game, Harry, because it hardly matters. This is you bet the game, and so it had to lose. And by the way. Uh, Joel Solomon, babyface, jump in here. I say he's 0-16 and one. You have some news for us. It, it appears the streak is longer. Uh, I, w- I was looking at the longest losing, well, winless streaks in sports of, of the last year. You had the Baltimore Orioles at 14 games, mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars at 15 games, the Buffalo Sabres at 18 games. Harry, Harry might be ready to tie the Houston Rockets at 20 games. Uh, I think the last win goes back to 6-25. Bucks to win by 11 huh. over the Hawks, June 25th. That means uh, I think he's 0-18 and 1. Well, 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 time out, time out, well, time out, time out. One game that yeah. I did have the Padres minus one and a half, um, and Snell was supposed to be pitching. They had a pitching change, so since I had a minus one and a half, that was a no bet, and of course the Padres won by two right. more. Right, so, so I think, so actually, <laughs> yes. So Harry's right with that, uh, but I will say Harry was actually, when when I just looked back at it, Harry was actually, oh, well, basically, he's actually, oh, 19-1. He was, oh, I'm not even <laughs> counting, we're not counting the Padres game, take that away, because I this said, I, said I thought it was, oh, 21, but Harry's right, you take what? that away, and he is actually, oh, 19 and one. All right. Okay. So it's looking better. Harry, you're not 021. That would be until uh, tonight. Would be but, but yes, crazy. June 25th was and, his last win. And Brian, oh. how, how many of these are like minus 160s, there's, minus 180s? There's, at least oh, listen, half of them. At Ota- least half of them. Otani minus 225. Okay. So here's what's important it's important. <laughs> Harry's pick today. He did it. By, by the way, he's living a lot. You would think like he's thriving, like he's on these crazy vacations. You think he's winning like $2,500 a night. No, it's not the case. He's hot. He's tubing it. He gave his last pick on extrapoints.com. He's uh, in a tube. And it's the Red Sox Yankees over. So really just go under. I mean, that's going to be a 3 2 game. And it's going to be over in like an hour and 45 minutes. So uh, unlike any other Red Sox Yankees game, go under there. 
Uh, race to one Wednesday. We did race to one in the game. Phoenix against the Bucks. I said, Harry, who do you like here? Pick the team. He said the Bucks. I'm like, okay. I made an executive decision. And we went with the Phoenix Suns. And <laughs> well, there's a little, little extra to this. We had Robin Lopez. Sheck and I had Robin Lopez, brother of Brooke Lopez, center of the Milwaukee Bucks, on extra points yesterday. I said to Robin, I said, listen, Get in your brother's ear, okay? He could lose this tip. He's won three in a row against DeAndre Ayton. He loses the tip. DeAndre comes down. Brooke fouls him on the other end. We win our bet, race to one. Yeah. It didn't exactly work out that way, Parlay no. Kid, but Brooke Lopez really didn't jump. I, at the tip. It we did not. At it. I don't know. I, listen, I don't know if we should be talking about this. Did Robin get this. in his ear? Should, I know. Are we allowed right. to Adam be talking Silver's about this? Adam Silver's going to shut us down. We're going to get um, shut down. The whole operation's going to get shut down. Because I could have sworn that Brooke didn't even jump. I mean, we, we know he can't jump very well anyway, but uh, right. yeah, I don't think he jumped for that. Yeah. And, he, and what a win, though, Sal. That was exhilarating. Was great. Oh, my gosh. So Race to the one Wednesday. Lasted, oh, what? what did it last? It lasted 16 seconds, yep. right? Aiden wins the tip, first in four games. Uh, ball goes back to Crowder. Right. Crowder passes to Booker. Booker pulls up from 14 and, and makes two of his 42 points. Oh. And that was it. Didn't have to worry about the rest of it. Didn't have to sit around, watch it. And we knew Harry's team wasn't going to cover. <laughs> so you didn't have to watch the rest of the yeah. game. What's and Harry also lost with uh, he lost with Paul over uh, rebounds, points and <laughs> yeah. assists. Yeah, uh, as Good. well. Uh, my sharp, Seth, my sharp, my sharp. Tank you and lost. I, though, Booker came through big for us yesterday. So really good. Huge. Plus 370. Highest point score. Hit it yesterday. Really nice. good. Really good. That was nice. I was worried for oh, a minute I there was... when the refs, the refs took him out of the game. Now, so the Suns had a nine. This is why Harry not covering is insane. Suns had a nine-point lead, but I don't know, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then the refs make a, a very, very questionable fifth foul call on Booker. And he has to stay out for the next seven minutes. Actually, was he? Wait, when was he called for that foul? It was this in the, the beginning. Quarter, I think you're right. right? I think I'm I'm get, yeah, beginning of the yeah. fourth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he sat for a good six minutes, and it, it brought the Bucks back in the game. Now he ended up probably with eleven fouls, but they they ended up not calling a bunch of. It was an atrociously called game. Oh, it was right? one of the worst I've seen. It was just like they had no control of it. I I don't know. Like, it's one thing if you don't make a lot of calls, or if you do make a lot of calls, but you have to be consistent. They were all over the place. That, I mean, obviously that Booker one was blatant, but to me, the biggest thing was like, you know, Booker in the first place, you know, they didn't seem like they were calling a lot of fouls. And the fact when Booker picked up his, you know, fourth and the fifth one was was a, a bullshit call, considering yeah. the whole game when Holiday is covering Booker. I mean, Holiday is really I mean, granted, if you don't want to call a foul on Holiday, fine. But Holiday is fouling him every possession. I mean, he is all over Booker. Booker's not really even getting to the free throw line there, uh, so that that was frustrating from a from a Phoenix Suns bet. But it was bad yeah. both ways, so I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna. There's say a lot of dead weight. I mean, we I'm not gonna complain. We finally got a good game, and I I was trying to be cute with that betting the Bucks to win by ten or more or eleven or more, and the Suns to win by eleven or more. I almost got it. That's why I was mad. Booker came out because I thought the Suns were on their way to blowing them out. Uh, in Milwaukee, but um, I was surprised to learn we get our stats here for Fox Bet Live. Only four times in the last 40 years have the home teams won the first four games. Wouldn't you think it'd be closer to eight, mm. nine, or 10 or somewhere uh -oh. in there? Isn't that weird? Wow. Four times? Only what four was, times. Do we know? Yeah, last time was, was, was 2006. Is that what you, you know, think, Miami, uh, Miami versus uh, Dallas. 
that we had the home team. Like, You're right. In, You're right. In it the final Mavs, 2006, wow. Pistons, Spurs, 2005, Bulls, Jazz, 97, and now Bucks, Suns. So counting this. Oh my God, that, that original, that Heat Mavs series was 15 years ago. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's what I, I was I, just I thinking about. Wait, thing. that was... Well, that first that one. Could... The first one. The, the... the first one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yes. that was the last time, 15 years ago, before last night was the last time every home team won. So in, in, in on paper, this looks like a great series. We've had three blowouts, and last night's game, all the refs came so close to screwing up and giving the road team... A win there, but uh, you know, uh, cooler heads prevailed, and now it goes back to Phoenix. Suns four point favorite, two eighteen and a half. One hundred nine, one hundred three went way under yesterday. Bucks cover, like I said, and uh, now let's make picks for Game Five. So this is Sunday. Wait, what is this? This is Saturday. What do they do? They go Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday. Now that right? is a lot. They're really spreading out the, these games. Yeah, <laughs> they're really spreading it out. I, I don't even know what they're doing. Uh, I'm going Suns minus 154 for the first half. I'm uh, channeling my inner Kendrick Perkins here, betting the first half here. Suns minus 154. You get a little break on the juice, right? Because if you take them for the game, um, yeah. it's 172. So minus 154. I think it's going to be like games one and two, 56-45 at half, 57-49. I don't think you'll have to worry about it too much. Um, there's a lot of embarrassment for the Suns. We're going to talk about Chris Paul. Is he hurt or not? He's definitely not opening up uh, those those like, you know, I, I felt like the Suns in games one and two were similar to the Jazz, which just were their ball rotation. And there were so many open guys for three. And you didn't see that in the last two games. I don't know. There's, there's so much dead weight, too. Right. Which you holiday and, and, and P.J. Tucker. I, I, I don't really know what to think. One game looks so much different from the others, but I think it reverts back to the original home team games one and two form. Suns take the first half uh, minus one fifty four. We're not going to disagree too much. Parlay Kid, Harry, you like uh, your your sons, Harry, minus four. I do. I mean, maybe uh, the home team wins and covers every game in the series. I don't know. Uh, but this is like you just mentioned, Chris Paul, Sal. Uh, this is your chance, Chris Paul. Uh, maybe your only chance to win a championship. You think he's listening maybe, to you? Maybe. You address maybe. him like he's listening. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, he let the team down in Milwaukee. He's like, Harry, this is your chance. You were, oh, you haven't won in three months. Hook me up, Chris okay, Paul. Hook up the city advice. of Phoenix, Chris yeah. Paul. In his first two games in Phoenix, 55 points and 17 assists. Like I said, let the team down in the last two games uh, in Milwaukee. Ten total turnovers, a lot of them late. Uh, so uh, Suns bounce back, and Aiton's got to be a lot more stronger. He's got to be stronger down low, get more points. He, he was only three <laughs> and nine last game. Um, Suns minus four, cover. Let's see. All right, Parley Kid, you agree. You have anything to add to that? I don't well, know. We I'm might hear that though, Paul Sal. is injured. I'm switching. I'm switching. What? Yeah, well. Are you allowed to do that? Well, I don't know well, if you do that. Well, I, look, I, we don't need to double up on Suns minus four, especially if Harry's picking them. So we're going to go Suns first <laughs> fair, quarter. Fair. Uh, uh, getting a half a okay. point. They're going to be giving a half a point at minus 120. Uh, like everything, mm -hmm. like you're saying in the first half, Suns get off to a good start. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think uh, that's imperative for them, right? So. I think Paul, uh, injured or not, I know there's some some things floating around out there about him right now, but I, I think uh, Paul's going to be very determined uh, to come out and start mm -hmm. the game strong as well. So I think he leads this team. I think the Suns crowd, after listening to uh, the Bucks and Six uh, chants coming from uh, Milwaukee right. yesterday, I think the Suns come Your out district. on fire uh, and uh, they win that first quarter. So I'll take the Suns. Minus half a point at minus 120. 
uh, for that uh, for the next game here. So. All right, brother Bri, you like these guys are crazy. Why are you splintering the game to first quarter, first half? Just uh, I like that you like the spread and and then yeah, some. like an adjusted line. Although again, geez, we're all over this. I mean, this just happened, right? We were just all over Phoenix, right? And they, uh, but maybe this mm-hmm. maybe this is different here. So I like the come on, Phoenix. Phoenix should have won that what? game last night. They they yeah they they they, they controlled yeah. most of that game. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to not come back with them here. Yeah, I mean, Booker, you know, Booker being in foul trouble, both, you know, at the beginning, you know, whatever it was in the third quarter and then the fourth. I mean, that obviously, you know, that's when they got back into the game, though, both those. Both, that both fifth foul, times. and you have to add to it right before, right before they called that fifth foul, they called the ball off. His right. Foot. It didn't right. That was off. off to- that was and off. He's like complaining. Blatant. Right. It was yeah. off Tucker and he was like frustrated and, and reached and he really wasn't. Right. right. Good point. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I, but yeah, go I'm going to uh, Well, first of all, I will say we need to get Harry to this game. Harry has not been in a game yet. We need to get him to game five. Whatever he needs to do to get Phoenix a win here. Look, he doesn't even care. I, I don't get this. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to uh, take the Suns right. minus seven it's and a sad I, life. But- <laughs> I'm taking hey, Suns hey, minus listen, seven. I'm going to be. I, I got to relax a little oh. bit. I got have four seasons. So in LA, so. she she lazy bastard. Well. Uh, Harry, you have four seasons of losing ahead. Of you. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you cannot pick a game. Oh, right. This man. is amazing. Crazy. Amazing. Brian, let let Brian That's get all right. his I don't know. I don't spread know. out. Plus uh, yeah, I'm going to take minus seven and a half plus one fifty five. I think we, mm-hmm. you know, I think we go back to a blowout here in game five. I, you know, mm-hmm. again, the Suns really blew that game, and and one has to wonder if that'll affect them in game five. But I think they come out and play well. Like Harry was saying before, Aiton struggled. Paul really struggled. I really don't know what was wrong with him and whether or not he's, you know, he hurt his wrist uh, back in like game three, whatever it is. But they struggled to shoot from three on the road. They shot. Well, I mean, these are the numbers, right? That cost them the game. They shot 10 less free throws. They were minus 12 in offensive rebounds. And the worst part about it is they were minus 12 in turnovers, which is shocking Mm -hmm. when it when you have Paul on this team. So. I, I like to win by 11 or more. That that was what you were doing the last game. I like that at plus 240, but I think to stay safe, minus seven and a half at plus 155, that, that's just fine for me. Well, here's the thing, and as we go into player props, well, let's hear the, hit the MVP thing first because now it is really tightened up, and what, what needed to happen happened for it to get uh, very close again. So Booker had to have a huge game, right, to even things up with Paul. Paul had to be lousy and he was he now has 15 turnovers in the last three games and uh you know Giannis had to be Giannis but Giannis now even though the Suns are favored to win the series Giannis is favored to win MVP now I don't see a scenario where the Suns win but Giannis is MVP I think it's happened like once in 60 Mm -hmm. years or something Giannis is plus 110 Chris Paul plus 170 Devin Booker plus 240 Chris Middleton 20 to 1 parlay kid I don't (laughs) I don't think he's going to win, but I think there's value in that. And by the way, his road play, uh, home splits are, are fascinating. So he'd have to do what he did yesterday on the road. But 20 to 1 odds, a guy shoots so much. If he hits between 36 and 40 for the next two games, he's right in it, right? That's a big hit. Yeah, but 20 I, to 1 is, is a good number. I texted you guys that before. I said, guys, looking at these odds. I mean, Middleton at 20 to 1, he's coming off a 40 point game. Listen, granted. Yeah. Uh, you know, he has a 29 point game in here. And yes, 18 and 11 in between, but nobody has had four straight great games here, Sal. Nobody. Right. Okay. So uh, I, I, I love this uh, at 20 to 1. I don't, like I said, that's not my pick here. 
But the value right. is incredible. I don't know if you'll ever see better value. Because if he puts up, let's say Milwaukee wins tomorrow, and he puts up 30 uh, on Saturday, and he puts up yeah. uh, 36 points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if he gets, stays in that range, what, that, right like, what happens then? Now all of a sudden you're like, wait, he's like three to one. Possible. I don't know. Now listen, so, I mean, here, here's the thing. If the Bucks win, we're going to probably feel like idiots if we have Middleton and uh, Giannis averages two points fewer. I get but that. Still I mean, Giannis, trophy, right, right? Giannis like that, has been good for three straight yeah. now. Three straight dominant yeah. type of games. So right. In game one, he gets a little bit of a break. And D, D, he gets a break sort of in game one. Because the fact that he played was like bonus, right? right? So and only yeah. sure, and right. only eleven yeah, that, shots. I wonder in how much one. that weighs in. Yes, he kind of was a feeling out game for him. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris Paul, I mean, I we gave him out at eighteen to one and at five to one a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going to stick with him at plus one seventy. But my God, look at those Middleton odds. Yeah. Uh, Parley kid, you think Booker with the one bad game, the three for fourteen, it was completely erased. You like him at plus two forty? Yeah. Well, I think him and Paul are really. I think this they're neck and neck with this, especially off right. Paul's terrible performance last night. Uh, again, if, if Booker, let's just say Booker uh, really has a great game, uh, game five, and Paul's mm-hmm. mediocre, uh, Booker's going to be the guy, right, uh, at that point. So I'm just betting on the fact Booker's been their best player all year long, and especially in the playoffs. You guys look, the Fandle has this uh, cool thing here. You could bet the, and even game the game now, you could still bet the series points average. Yes. Yes. Now, I imagine it's just what they have right now. And then going forward, you bet over or under. But Booker's is 27 and a half. Giannis's is 32 and a half. Paul's is 23 and a half. Too high. Aiton's 14 mm-hmm. and a half. And Middleton's is 24 and a half. So that would have to get way higher if he has to make up that gap, that eight point gap Absolutely. between uh, Interesting. Giannis and yeah. Middleton. Yeah, those are, fun, uh, those are fun bets too. So yeah, the MVP odds are definitely tightening up uh, because it's a two-horse race, I think, for the Suns play, sure. between Paul and Booker. I think Middleton at 20-1 right. is to, interesting. Uh, oh, wow. Let's go. Well, don't. Uh, well, now it's not. You like it. <laughs> can he, can he put up a game like yesterday on the road, though? He hasn't been able to really do it. I don't know. Uh, let's get to the player props here for game five. I like eight and over 15 and a half. And yeah. like you said, Harry, he was three for nine. Last game, mm-hmm. right? Did not look good. Uh, lit it up on rebound, right? Yes, I think 17. he had like 17 rebounds or something. But he won the tip for us, which is all I really needed him to do. I didn't, I didn't really care anything after that. But anyway, six last night, three for nine. Um, he's hit this over 15 and a half, seven of the last 10. I think uh, so. And I think he plays angry. He's going to hear about that replayed block over and over and over for the next three days. He'll be more aggressive. The refs will give him a little more of a break, I think, down low. I think he gets over 15 and a half. I could see him having like nine points in the first quarter. That's my player prop. Parley Kid, I know you're on Paul, but uh, there, before we even press record here, we, we may have convinced you that he's injured. Are you sticking with this? Well, I ha- yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Chris Paul, the consummate professional. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. the whole uh, NBA is rooting for this guy to uh, win this series. I'm taking him over 34 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Uh, he has not met this number the past two games, uh, but the previous three games, uh, he actually uh, really uh, went way over that number. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, even in the last game, I mean, yesterday he had four rebounds, seven assists. It was really the points where he fell 
uh, short. And uh, I just think uh, he'll be motivated. Uh, and we've seen in these playoffs, Sal, I've said this the other day, it seems like most of these really good players, and that's why, why I took Booker for most points, most of these top-notch players, the, the elite players, like the Bookers, the Pauls, the mm-hmm. Middletons, they rebound off a bad game, right? They have a bad game. Right. They just – the numbers just as an incredible And when you say league. rebound, you mean score points. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I know. Yes. Yeah, I think for the most part you're right, but some of these guys, their road home splits are like I've never sure. seen before. Like really like uh, – honestly, just close your eyes and pretend you're playing in the opposite arena. Well, and we but got you're Paul right. home here. So he's home. That's right. So that's the good home. thing. Right. That's I agree. Exactly. All right. Over 34 and a half points, rebounds, assists. That's a parlay kids player prop pick for game five. Uh, Brother Bride, jump in there. Boy, we're all over these suns. I, I hate this. Oh, gosh. I know. We got to stop this. We got to stop this. But I'm going to go Bridges over 10 and a half points. Um, this is the, t- the, the, t- the game where I expect the suns role players to show up. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not really sure what's been going on with Bridges at times. I know Cam Johnson has been good, but Bridges minutes minute his yeah. minutes on the road came down took a little bit of a dip and it's not like he was not like he's got off of money Williams must have just seen something in him but I think the Suns get back in this game to good ball movement at home uh and and Bridges will benefit you know Aiton will benefit I I do think there's something like for as good as Booker was it I will say I think and maybe you need that on a, in a road game for as good as he was there's a lot of isolation so I think that's why you know you kept it kept Paul out of the game. It kept Aiton out of the game. I think they're going to try to get everybody yeah. involved. Bridges in games one and two averaged 14 shots a game and 20 points. So I think I think he could easily hit, you know, three threes in this game and go over the ten and a half. All right, Harry, finish it up here with the uh, with the Phoenix love. <laughs> no. I mean, if there's good ball movement, like Brother Bry suggests, then uh, your player prop bet should benefit. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Jay Crowder over two and a half threes. Uh, at minus 140. Um, it's veteran leadership. It's been fantastic in the playoffs. Needs to help Phoenix. Uh, offense get off to a good start early, and he's done that plenty in the playoffs. Three games in a row, he's gone for three threes or more. He's averaging four threes over that three-game span, and he's gone three or more in four of the last five. So Crowder at home starts it off early and goes over two and a half threes. Is he, if we were to put it up to a poll, for who... America's most hated player is in this finals. Is it Jay Crowder? Is it Crowder? Mm. I mean, I feel like uh, pe- people, uh, he's starting to bug me. Although, like, the, he, he cries every every single call. It should be Jay Cryer, but every single call, although there was one where he really just didn't touch. Oh, that, that was, was bad. Oh, that, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was a screw job. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was bad. I know. There, there, was a, there was about a half a dozen of those. Not not for him, but just in general. Who, who bugs you the most, Harry, in this series? Uh, boy, um... I'm, it could be anyone. I mean, you're just losing yeah, left and right. Yeah, I know. It doesn't even, no? I don't know. You're, you have no problem with nah, anybody? Nah, just, just okay. sucks how the Suns just choked last night. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> awful. <laughs> just awful. Brian, you have to have someone. There's got to be someone you, you look to, like, to not look and, to. In these games, probably, I don't know, probably P.J. Tucker. You know, again, he, I, I, yeah, Tucker, Tucker's, Tucker's uh, another. He cries plenty. T- yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and I, and I get it. I, I mean, I, I understand his role, and he plays, you know, he plays hard defensively. Uh, but yeah, well, not just crying, just like letting you down. Like, I don't know, just playing. What what did I send you on Tucker? Oh, zero, zero points, points one shot. and one field goal in 29 minutes. That's the most minutes played with zero points and, wow. and one or fewer field goal attempts wow. in the finals game since Paul Silas did it in 19. Only starter that didn't get so, double yeah, digits last night from Milwaukee. 
We're and setting I, I mean, I get it. He's yeah. like, you know, he's the Patrick Beverly of the team. You know, they just need him to hit maybe one or two threes, although obviously he didn't do that last night and just play great defense. But yeah, his yeah. defense, you know, some of those fouls are blatant foul calls and they're just, you know, I mean, they all do it. They all complain about right. it. But, but when, especially when Tucker. When I did see him in an Einstein bagel in Phoenix, he was very nice to me. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I'm all right. Sure. Yeah. All right. Just say that. <laughs> is that where is that where you go? Is that the best bagel place? Is like a chain? Bagel no, that place that used to be where I had to get Ken's Probably. breakfast when I was working for him. <laughs> Tucker was uh, in a blue. He was in a blue jay that? blue jay jersey. Um, that was probably five years ago. Yeah. Hmm. This is your last I win. Think so I think. too. And maybe he set you on this all wrong right. path. All right. NBA finals. Like I said, bet all these games. I mean, we're, we're heavy on the suns here and our uh, player prop picks and our, just our game prop picks wow. and everything. But you could just ignore us. You go, although Paula kid and I did strike gold there with the Booker Very over good. Giannis and Booker mm-hmm. top scorer. We did. All right. The finals are finally here. Well, they're not finally here. They've been here a while, but FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer. You don't, want to miss because during the finals new users get 30 to 1 odds on either the Suns or Bucks to win their next game. Now we would recommend you put it on the Suns just to win the next game. You don't have to lay minus 200. You're getting 30 to 1 odds. Yes, 150 bucks on a $5 bet with FanDuel Sportsbook. There are more ways to win during the NBA finals. When you do win, you get your money. It's a layup getting your money. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code against all odds to bet the NBA finals with 30 to one odds. Once again, promo code against all odds to unlock 30 to one odds on either team to win their next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Uh, We're talking football because I want to talk football. What is it? July 15th. We still got a ways to go. We have, oh, is it still two months to kickoff? Probably 55 days or so, right? Yeah. Is it the tent right in there? Anyway, Parley Kid sends us a nice picture. Zeke Elliott with his shirt off. Now, no, normally, if you would have told me, hey, you would have warned me ahead of time. Hey, I'm going to send you guys a picture of Zeke Elliott with his shirt off. I'm like, no, nah, I can't look at this. I need a few weeks. But he looked good, Parley Kid. Cut. Oh, I thought he was cut. Baby. Oh, does he look good? Oh, man. He's I... about to get cut, and then he gets cut. <laughs> man, does he look good. Wow. Wow. I sell. I don't know. <laughs> The, uh, the, yeah, the Cowboys, their over-under total jumped up. I don't know if you noticed it after that picture came out. Super Bowl, <laughs> is it really? No, yeah, no, I don't the, think it. The 13 no, and a half no, Nose ring yeah. in or nose <laughs> ring out, Darren? I didn't see. Nose ring Although in or I'll out. i tell you what, there was a picture of Saquon, uh, Saquon Barkley yesterday, too. Holy, yeah. That, I knew that guy had some monster legs. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a specimen yeah, he right. is. Holy smokes. Right. It's like Harry in the hot tub, but but yeah, but he actually yeah. works out here. But anyway, we got uh, some coach news. Well, it's not even coaches. Oh, I look, I just want to talk about football. But anyway, so here's an excuse. Russell Wilson says he and Pete Carroll are stronger than ever, their relationship. So I don't know what that means. I like Seattle actually in the division. Their defense came out uh strong. I think their over-under is only nine and a half. I'm going under in that. But uh, got me thinking of the coach of the year odds. You could bet a few of these. These are fun. Brandon Staley, the new coach for the Chargers, is the favorite at 12 to 1. That's interesting because it it really makes me think about my pick. Like, so Staley, could he win this bet and the Chiefs win the division? I guess that's what they're saying here, right? Because the Chiefs are favored to win the, the division. And Brandon Staley favored... To an NFL coach of the year, Flores 14 to 1, Shanahan 14, Arthur Smith 
uh, 14, Mc, uh, new Falcons coach, McVay, 17, McDermott, 17, Frank Reich, 17, Peyton, 21, Belichick, 21, Rivera, 21, Stefanski, who won last year, is 21. Uh, let's start it off. I got to tell you, I like the old man Bill Belichick's chances. Uh, Sal is just looking at that. <laughs> yeah, like that, that. you know, he... he they don't ever give they, it to him. Right, right. This would it's, be the year. A, You're right, Sal. 11 years. He had to go 14-2 and two to win it 11 years ago, but he's inherited the, inherited the team. He's got this team. A lot of players opted out. Um, I think you're going to give him credit as a GM, right, in, in voting for him because yeah, he has multiple tight ends yeah. for uh, for Jones or uh, Cam Newton to throw to. Yeah, he's got the receiver. He's got, he's got more going offensively. Their defense was top 10 last year. They top seven on in all accounts. If they win 10 or 11 games, they could win it. Uh, he could yeah. win it. Now, I also like McDermott and Flora. I think like a winner could be from the AFC East. I'm like, whoever dominates that division or does well could win it. So this is a fun category to take a shot, three or four shots on, right? Especially with the odds so big. Yeah. But uh, Brother Bry, you like McDermott. I just mentioned him. 17 to one for a team that could win 13 games. Not yeah, bad. no, I like him. I, I do like Belichick too. I mean, those odds seem a little out of whack, but I, I do like a coach from either the AFC East or the NFC West to win it. Yeah. I feel like those are, mm-hmm. those divisions are going to be super competitive and tough, but by now everyone knows how good of a coach McDermott is. He finished second in coach of the year voting last year. I think he was fifth the year before probably should have won it last year after going 13 and three, right? The yeah. Bills won. I do think mm-hmm. though, I do think the Bills, again, are going to be a top two team in the AFC. And I could certainly picture a scenario with it in this elongated season that they have the best record in, in the AFC or in the football. It's sure. very possible. So if that's the case, you know, I if that's the case, he should win it. Definitely, especially if they finish better than the Chiefs. I, I mean, you guys could tell me. I mean, it's also fair to say, like, you know, he finished second last year. He had his shot at 13 to three and like. How can you improve on that? But I could, you know, I could definitely see the Bills getting even a little bit better, as crazy as that sounds. Brian, I don't know if you looked at this. Bills to have the best regular season record. What do you think the odds are? Uh, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Wow. Wow. That's exactly right. Doesn't that seem high for a team that won 13 Uh, games last year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could tie. I mean, you got to, yeah, I mean, you got to figure, right? Yeah. Chiefs, Bills. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess AFC is so loaded though. Yeah, That's I don't know. So, so it's Chiefs plus four fifty, Bucks plus six hundred. I don't like that at all. Bills ten to one, Niners eleven to one. That's a stretch too. Yeah, and those divisions teams. garbage last year. Ravens twelve to one, right? And then the Rams sixteen to one. Hmm. Interesting. The not the Rams are favored to win the division. Am I reading this right? Aren't the Rams favored to win the division? Right. Oh, right. Yeah, like a slight favorite, right? But the Niners are 11 to one to, yes. to have the best record, and the Rams are wow, 16 but. to one. Anyway, all right, we're getting away from the coach thing. Uh, Parley Kid, our guy Sean McVay, he's got to be yeah. excited. Well, look, just so you know, I mean, months months ago, I gave out the Patriots and I, uh, as a as a sleeper team this year. I got kind of crucified mm-hmm. for it. So um, I, I I do like that Belichick won a 21 to one just because he he has never really won it, and he's I think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm taking a friend of our, the podcast here. We've uh, met. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, I know I'm jumping around. Is Staley. Not only is McVay like a Dayton guy, at least he lived in Dayton. Staley played for Dayton. <laughs> so another mm. UD guy, 
joining the Crazy. coaching ranks. It's amazing, Harry. It is pretty good, man. It's amazing. It's been fantastic. Yeah. So I'm but glad I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the parlay kid. Parlay kid wanted to trade Obi Toppin for basically nothing. Yeah. <laughs> basically nothing. So I, don't I, know would, about I was just going to say Toppin Toppin's the only failure. Straight up. Let's do it. Toppin for Sexton straight up. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for uh, that. Yeah, so McVay. Uh, there's a lot of chatter coming out of L.A. about uh, McVay and uh, Stafford just uh, working some magic already, uh, that they're getting along. Stafford looks awesome. Uh, I think this oh. is uh, not just about McVay, but this is uh, Stafford's chance too. Uh, and I do mm-hmm. think the Rams are the best team in that good division. Uh, and I think if the Rams uh, go, say, 12-5 and five, uh, and win that division, which I, I think that is probably the most balanced division in football, uh, I think McVay's got a leg up. I did have McDermott on the, last year, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I was really upset that he didn't win it last year. I think that was his chance to win it. I think I had him too. I might not have picked. I had money on him. I yeah, I had I McDermott, and a uh, little disappointed that he didn't. I think McVeigh. Uh, that look, we know their defense is dynamite, uh, and Stafford. You know, I I don't know. I don't. I guess we didn't realize how much Goff was probably holding McVeigh back, because yeah, uh, I think McVeigh well, is we'll a see. very creative yeah. offensive coach. And last year, when you watched those Rams games, they were terribly boring games. I, they they couldn't really yep. do much of anything. So Stafford is a going to be a major upgrade there. Stafford has a lot to prove. McVay's going to help him get to that that next level, at least uh, from a team perspective. I think this team makes a very deep run, uh, and uh, McVay gets coach of the year. All right. And Cam Akers could at the end of this year be like a top three mm-hmm. back, right? So he, he uh, came on. Stafford at the, came on at the end of the year one. last year. Yep, seventeen to one Stafford to win MVP. If you like that. Sort of thing. I love these big numbers so early in the year. Let's jump on. Harry, I don't like your pick too much. Yeah, I know. Well, look, Stefanski at 21 to 1. I know everybody's on the Browns bandwagon. And uh, I am too. First season with the Browns. Uh, he won the award. He's You mentioned he's 11, went 11 and 5. Cleveland's moving in the right direction. They have the their sight set on winning the division this year. Pittsburgh's got many issues on offense. Uh, same with Baltimore in terms of the wide receiving core. They smoked and embarrassed the Steelers in the playoffs last season, finally giving the fans of Cleveland hope. First time probably since Belichick coached them in the mid-90s. A great rushing attack. Beckham is back. Mayfield's only getting better. And Cleveland went defense with their first two picks in the draft, which is very smart to do. Week one, listen, I might be losing all these games, but I haven't lost any in football. Week one, they are beating the Chiefs oh. on the road. I'm calling. I've called it on the show before, and I'm calling it again. Week one, they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, straight up. Well, that would help your bet here, but what doesn't help is that I don't. They haven't had back-to-back coach of yeah. the year. Oh, I understand. Thirty yeah, but, years. But if the Browns win the Gibbs. division, he's going to be right there. I actually think they do well, win the division. They, got, I don't they, know. they, they I feel to, like again. The, well, that's probably. I mean, it could be similar to McDermott, but like they have to have the best record in the AFC, right, for that to happen. Yeah, they got to beat. They got. They got to beat. They got to beat. What, what the if Chiefs. Kansas City gets fourteen and the Browns win the division and get twelve or thirteen? Well, yeah, he but won he won it last, last year. year. Yeah. And then the, I know. Andy I then. understand. I know it's that it doesn't go back to back, but still. All right. The laughing stock of he did win last year. And then this year is this year, so that's going to be. All right, let's let's jump to Sharp Tank. Let's do it. Uh, I think all your picks, none of them played out, right? Your Sharp Tank picks from Tuesday because they were all golf. How are we doing on the golf? What what did we? No, mine lost. 
Morikawa, who I have. I took Morikawa. He's uh, top 10 right now. You love him. He always does well, right? Oh, for, he's top 10? He's. Uh, I think he was an eighth, uh, finished uh, an eighth. Let's I mean, that could a, change a little bit, but. Uh, so this is all going to be over by noon West Coast time on Sunday, right? Brian's, sure. uh, Brian's like, guy, like, uh, Louie, is, uh, is in the lead, so. Um, yeah, I mean. These guys, there's like one guy who's on the 11th hole, but these, uh, this is, we're almost done with the round one here. It's, it's 1120 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Louis Usta is in his. Where's Xander six, at right now? Speed where's Xander five. at? Is he still even, even through like seven? Xander get a, he didn't get that. He birdie? did. And then he gave it back the next hole. All right. I'm keeping an eye on Deschambeau because I'm, I shorted him all the way that to not make the cut to, to lose to Kepka. Oh. Where's Kepka on this? Kepka shot one minus, under. Respectable. One under. Minus one. All right. Tied for 33. We got uh, Yeah, I was I was talking to you guys. I just think like these, I'm watching this course and it just doesn't seem like there's Jeez. any way Bryson gets out of it without a four bogeys in a round. Now he had five today. He had a few birdies too, but um, I, I think it's just impossible for him, his style to avoid uh, bogeys. So look for him yep. in the matchups. Rom surprisingly. Yeah. Right? There's, Plus, there's, there's Darren. Right, Darren, you took Fleetwood, right? Yeah, Fleetwood's right in there. Two under, I, we should have known Mickelson. Mickelson, we should have went to not make the cut. Why didn't I do that? I always go against him. That would have been so He's easy. In last I wouldn't place. have to worry about a damn thing. Uh, Is he in last? Yeah. Wow, plus eight through wow. 17. Crap. Yeah. Holy damn. crap. Hey, anybody know, where Fa- anybody know where Fowler's sitting right one, now? One under. Ah, so he'll make, I uh, have him not to make the cut. That yeah. sucks. That sucks. I lost out with the Suns winning one, by one to 10, remember? That was my sharp thing. Oh, that's Brutal. right. That's right. Oh, Jesus. Brutal. <laughs> All right. So, Harry, start uh, us off. Let's change the mojo. First of all, it should be known that the, the streak he has going is on extrapoints.com. So that's different from the uh, sharp tank. Although those have been lately bad. Lately, they've too. been bad. So, yeah. let's, uh, so uh, listen, let's go. Let's keep it a go. Just sharp tank, though. Uh, the extrapoints.com, he has the over in the Red Sox Yankees, nine and a half. Yeah. And, char- and today, uh, today um, FanDuel went up to 10. But I got nine right. and a half. Is that why uh, people are actually betting the over? Yeah. You're not suggesting based on no, your pick? No, not at all. No not at all. Listen. Uh, all right, I'm going under okay. here. What are you doing here? For I'm sure? going to go uh, game five, uh, Bucks, Suns, Giannis over 33 and a half points at minus 110. Uh, like we mentioned, only had 11 shots in game two, but in game two in Phoenix, or game one, game two in Phoenix, he shot 68% from the field, had 42 in the regular season game in Phoenix. He shot 65% and had 47 Middleton had 40 yesterday. He was fantastic, but on the road, he's been shaky. That's where Giannis probably will need to pick up some slack, some scoring slack. If Middleton is middle of the road, uh, Giannis over 33 and a half points is my sharp tank pick. All right, brother Brian, congratulations. By the way, you called the NBA, WNBA All-Star game, right? Going up against the NBA finals here, which was fun, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a little earlier. Was it before? Yeah, the they, they had they it at, uh, yeah, they put it on at yeah. seven. I mean, I guess, yeah, tonight probably would have been a better night to to play it. <laughs> probably. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I had uh, the team WNBA uh, versus the Olympic team essentially uh, getting five, and they won. they won the game outright. They could probably beat the men's Olympic team, too, at this point. Although they bounce back a little bit. All right, what do you got for All Shark right. Tank? Um, well, I've had a good run of betting the overs um, in these UFC fights. Uh, a nice little streak mm. here. So I'm going to go for the, the main event in the, the Makachev-Moises fight. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, fight to go the distance. 
is minus oh, no. 124. Well, why did you take Makachev to? Uh, I So I needed to hedge against, uh, this is all confusing, Todd Furman's big bucks bet. He gains, so he had a futures bet on Fox Bet Live. So I hedged, I needed the bucks. I wanted to bring the bucks down to even or something. So I could have done bucks uh, combined with uh, each team scoring at least 100 points. Which they did. The Suns did score. They had, bro. They had ninety nine with a minute fifty oh, yeah. left, and they scored like with, with almost no time. And Booker, they let Booker go in with a easy layup. But anyway, I stayed away from that and took this Makachev uh, money line, like you told me. And now you're saying it's yeah. Well, different. I still like him to win. I think he's going to win easily. I mean, Makachev's been well. The problem, the reason I'm taking the the distance out is because Makachev to win on points is minus one twenty. The fight to go the distance is minus one twenty four. So. I just I just figured right, okay. it's pretty much the same number. I just get the added benefit of. I mean, he's a minus seven hundred. Oh yeah, so him to, yeah. For a knockout is even also. Well, knockout. Basically. I think a knockout is plus three thirty by Makachev, and and I'm then uh, a submission by him is like plus, plus oh, submission fifty, which I got to do the double chance. Yeah, double chance. you could do the double chance. Double you chance. Do the knockout and submission. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, look, he was dominant. Makachev was dominant against Drew Dober, who I think is a really good fighter. Uh, the only thing is, like, Moises in, in 19 fights has never been stopped. They've all gone the distance. Five, uh, five mm. of his last six fights, <laughs> five of his last wow. six fights have gone the distance. Although these are three-round fights. Both guys haven't fought five-round fights. So, uh, yeah, so right. uh, five of his last six from Moises have gone the distance. Makachev, I think... You know, uh, two of his last three have gone the distance in three rounds. He's minus yeah, eight. He's, oh, he's winning. Oh, I mean, he's, yeah, he is true. he is dominant. He is he is an animal. He's and Paulie awesome Kid. You could go. You could go. What would you do, Paulie Kid? You go by TKO plus submission. That's plus one forty. Or would you go submission and points minus two? Is there wait? Was there a TKO? Oh, was there a knockout yeah. or points option? Yeah, that's minus. That's minus two. That's what I would be going. Uh, well, that yeah, that's the highest. Yeah. One. All right. So yeah, you like bad, this to go? Yeah, the I like it to go the distance. Uh, so. I think he'll he'll, he'll I right. think he'll win almost every round. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think it's yeah. this is another one. I will all all. Ah uh, man, I I hope we don't have to leave all, this up to, uh, the, to all the these main event. Now nah, he's pretty dominant. Uh, not to say Moises isn't it's good, but yeah, um, he's dominant. Okay. All right, Parley kid. Uh, let's get back to the NBA where we know the officiating is uh, screwy. What do you like for your best? <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna stick. Uh, yeah, I have uh, the one I gave out the other day is Fleetwood to finish in the top 20 right now. That would be happening. He's I think tied for 18th with several players, two under, couple a hole or two left. So that's uh, at least has a shot. Uh, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. taking the Suns to win and Crowder. Five or more rebounds at plus 104. Crowder has gone five straight games with over five rebounds. Seven of his last eight, he's gone over five rebounds. I think the Suns uh, come out and uh, play a great game, as we talked about before. Crowder grabs five boards. He's been very good. He had eight yesterday. Uh, And uh, that's plus 104, so I really like that. All right, I'll go with you there. Paul kid, because like I said, he's the most annoying player to me in this final. So let him just annoy me a little more, right? Let's just root for. Uh, oh, you're gonna yeah. So look, I mean, eight, <laughs> six, ten, nine, five. That's his rebounding yeah. totals. Uh, before that, he was in four, seven, six. He's he's money with these rebounds. He's gonna get five, right. five plus. I like the fact that it's 
you know, it's a five or more. Kind of like I had Cam Johnson last night on my mm-hmm. extra points pick. I actually thought I lost uh, until Brother Bryce said something because it was 10 or more points, and he had 10. I was thinking it was like 10, 10 and a half plus. Yeah. in my mind. Yeah, the 10 plus is So, good. yeah, but it was 10 plus. And uh, hit go. that plus 108, Harry. Take nice. that. Let's get it, D. Let's get All it. All right. Can I bet that he'll wear an undershirt? I really think that's going to happen. Minus <laughs> Absolutely. All right, listen. Uh, it's time to take a ride on the Riverboat Casino, where once in a while, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling pretend propositions based on sports and pop culture. Our friend Harry here, big-time loser. He's lost the last three weeks, has not won a game. But we love him just the same. He's turning 50 years old, a half-century of losing yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, more, but anyway, more. yeah, <laughs> 50 he turns on Friday, oh. he turns 50, and it got us thinking in honor of our Harry's 50th birthday, who is the greatest Harry to ever walk the earth? Is it Harry Gagnon? Yes, that's our guy, minus 400. Is it Harry Carey, famed uh, Chicago Cubs announcer, three to one odds? Harry Truman, president, seven to one odds? Harry Houdini, famed magician, 12 to one odds? Or the field at even odds? All right. Brother Bry, start well, us off. first of all, I'll say Harrison is a much better name, right? Harry is just Harry just seems like a nickname, right? Is that true, Harry? Is that even a real? Is that a real? Name? That is, is true. It Harold that, that is true. Is it, it's not Harold. Well, it's not even Harold. I've been asked many, many times, "What's your real name?" And on my birth certificate, it does say Harry. Mm. I'm actually a junior. Mm. Harry Junior. I can't believe they have birth certificates. <laughs> oh, I think they just like you give the, the you give the doctor a nod and a scratch off lottery ticket and say thank you. And yeah, that sounds it. right. Really? Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, but All right. you know, right. I, do, I do like Harry you. Carey. Uh, well, we also have there's Harry Styles who gave us uh, I guess watermelon sugar uh, for, like, oh, yeah. for the last oh, year. Right. We have Harry from Harry and the Hendersons, which I was thinking of, mm-hmm. but he doesn't talk. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with <laughs> Harry Dunn. Uh, one of the all-time great nice. characters from from my youth in Dumb and Dumber. Um, yeah, right. I think I think he's worthy. I mean, he was the smarter of the two. Uh, I don't know if he's. I guess he's dumb, right? He's dumb, and then Lloyd was yeah. dumber. Um, so yeah, you know, it's a it's a step up from Harry, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Harry Dunn, Harry Dunn, I, better hair, better hair right. too, better hair, Harry Dunn, better hair, Harry Dunn. <laughs> all right, Paulie Kid. Yeah, well. Think? First of all, Harry, happy 50th. Uh, well done. Um, talk about against all odds, right? Yeah, Harry yeah, reaching thanks. 50. Awesome job, Harry. <laughs> oh, big party. Uh, uh, brother Brian and I unfortunately won't be there. Um, but uh, we're going to be filled in on all the uh, hijinks that happen. I'm going to say, uh, well, Harry's our Harry is probably the most infamous Harry. Uh, out of those, yeah. uh, out of that list, right? He's definitely the most infamous. But I'm going to say Harry Houdini because mm. he could make our Harry disappear. Oh, not I like easy that. to do. All right, not easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, didn't Harry Houdini die? He got punched in the stomach and died. Appen- Isn't that how he died? Fifty-two years old. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. but some it was like part of a stunt. Yeah. Like was a, it really a magical mm-hmm. stunt? Oh, yeah. Geez. You should do that, Harry. You should pull. You know. Well, I mean, wait two years if you're lucky enough to get there. But at 52, you yeah. should, uh, you know, challenge someone to do the same. Uh, listen, uh, we could make fun and, and and pick these other guys, but our Harry is the answer. There's just no question. These other Harrys have nothing on him. It's been a legendary 50 years. Let's break it down. Did Harry Carey ever turn down a career in broadcasting? 
literally drive by his internship in Atlanta, continuing on to the bright lights of Vegas where he started a career as a roulette professional for three days before he went flat broke? No, no. he did not. Did Harry no. Houdini, Harley kid, did Harry Houdini ever, as a treasurer of his dirtbag fraternity, <laughs> urge the brothers to use their dues money to bet on Monday night football games and those funds disappeared? That's a magic and act And, and Harry screw them on lines, too. Yes, and screw them on lines. They went under because of Harry. Did Harry Truman ever do a podcast in Costa Rica, giving out his best golf picks on the phone while a prostitute nibbled on his ear. <laughs> yes, he did, actually. I looked that up. Harry Truman did do that. That's actually uh, how he got elected the second time. Uh, so there you go. Our Harry wins at minus oh, 400 as it. far as I'm Thanks. concerned. Good job, you, Harry. Joel, uh, babyface Joel Solomon, you have anything to add here? I mean, you guys did forget about uh, my favorite Harry, Hanukkah Harry, of course. But um, no, of course, it's it's Harry Gagnon, part man, part vending machine. He is the absolute best. And uh, I, I texted you guys yep. last night. Harry wasn't on it. I feel honestly cheated in life that I've only known this man for a year. I know. Happy birthday, Harry. You guys are going to lock eyes for the first time in 48 hours. When, when less, Joe right? said that, though, I, it was like it was kind of sad because it almost felt like Joe was like, I don't have much time left. Like it was like one, one year. <laughs> By the way, I, I you know, it's funny you say that. I feel the same way about Harry's brother, who I, I can't even explain it. Where it would just take hours, but I'm like, oh, I feel so selfish that people have never met him or meeting him for the first time. And, and I tried to get uh, your brother on here for a little pep talk, Harry, to get you out of this funk, this O20 oh. and one. And then we started talking about Zoom, and I was like, there's just no fucking way <laughs> no. this is going to work. So, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't know how to talk. So I just uh, Zoom. Yeah, he can't text. I can't believe that I, I even got like a claims he has an email, like, but just, I don't know. Is he coming out for Harry's birthday or no? He's coming out for he's coming out uh, for Sal's party in the, in the end of July. Oh, that's yeah. going to be for mine. Yeah, supposedly. That's going to be incredible. supposedly. And what happened, Harry? Your father-in-law to be can't make it for the party. Uh, Ken sent me. Yeah, a I know. Note. Uh, a little disappointing that their uh, um, auntie's parents aren't coming, but uh, it's OK. It's OK. Ken's, Ken's, a, Ken's a lot more upset about it than I am, but uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, of course he is. Um, of course he is. He said now. He just he said what happened? They get they get free flights on Southwest, but they just don't like being around people. They her don't father, know? her is father feels uncomfortable around people that he doesn't know, so they're not coming. <laughs> is that so terrible? I don't know. <laughs> so damn funny. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I do know I, there are other rules. I, I, well, he's um, like, he's like, if, if you yeah. tell Sal this, then I won't, then I won't make it an ordeal. I said, I'll tell Sal. Sal's not going to care either way. He's like, oh yes, he will. And I said, no, he won't. He doesn't. He's, I'll just think it's funny. He's not going to care like you do. Like you think it's such think a you were, negative you were, thing. I think you were right. Well, but I do love it. I love that he's uh. upset about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Joel, what are you going to do? Are you going to meet Harry? Are you going to meet his girlfriend? And this he's meeting, and he's meeting Ken. And he's meeting Ken and Ken's hairdresser. Everyone's yep. invited to this thing. It's the, the whole event is going to be top notch. And uh, I just, it's going to, this is my Disneyland. This is, I can't even, right. wait. I don't know what I'm going to do first. Joel, me, me, uh, Joel, 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 me, you, and the oyster shucker are going to take a picture together. Joel, do not shucker. accept. Any uh, gummies from uh, Harry's girlfriend? The last time uh, somebody did that, it wiped out a whole uh, uh, group of people. We never heard. We never heard from them again. Those Canadians. <laughs> those Canadians are weak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Joel, do you have a good point, bad point for us before we get going here? 
Honestly, I, I do have a good point. And, and Sal, I, I honestly don't think we're giving you enough credit. Uh, I'm giving you my good point. Um, you, on, a, on, on Race to One Wednesday, it reminded mm. me of, of someone carrying an injured teammate across the finish line. <laughs> I mean, Harry goes bucks. And then I, I think it was uh, Dickie Barrett, wise man, once said, have you ever had the odds stacked up so high you needed <laughs> uh. the strength most don't possess? Uh, it came down to do or die. You had to uh, rise above the rest, rest, and you did. You truly, you said, "I, I can't, I can't let Harry down. We're going against him." And uh, cue the Titanic music. You did it. We, 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 uh, we won. Thank you. That was great. And you know what? Next, so now we have a Tuesday game, right? Parlay Kid is game six. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll uh, be back. Th- that'll be our last race too, and we're getting everyone involved. Everybody here is going to be involved. Uh, Harry's father-in-law, you name it. Everybody, we're going to all have money on this. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure he doesn't have to be around the players. That's Harry, okay, but, yeah. Uh, he's going to bet on it. All right, and what's the bad point, Joel? I hate to leave on a uh, sour note. but Oh, well, I didn't give Harry a gift uh, yet, so no I figured I'd give him my bad point. Uh, well, well, you're getting one. You're getting the bad point of the day. Kevin Stefanski, uh, he wasn't even at that playoff game they won. He was sitting at home with COVID. Oh, so, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, I, 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 uh, I don't think the Browns do, do better than 11 and five this year to win a, a, another coach of the year. So unfortunately, Harry, happy birthday. You get right, my well, bad that, point. Now, now that, that picture between me, you and the oyster shuckers out now. Out. That's good. <laughs> good for the oyster shucker. All right. That'll do it for another episode of against all odds for the degenerate trifecta babyface. Joel Solomon, Spaghetti and Meatballs. I'm Sal saying so long, happy handicapping, and happy 50th birthday to Harry. Nah, nah, nah.